0: You meddle too much in my affairs. I'm not just gonna stand back and allow you to take it wrong But if you're gonna do anything else, this means war. I'm fighting for this. Hallelujah. 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 I got my, I got my war clothes on for a reason. I'm gonna say, point at somebody and say, I have my war clothes on for a reason. I have them on for a reason. I'm ready if fight did come my way. I'm ready to fight for this. But I know I'm not fighting by myself. Because whenever I fight, the Lord is right there with me. Come on, put those hands together and give God Hallelujah! God's a praise in his name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, in these next few moments, Lord, you touch our hearts and our minds and our spirits. Allow them to be receptive to what you're about to say in this place. Lord, let our hearts and our minds be touched by your word and allow your word to give us direction and purpose to push us along the place of destiny that you've designed for us. But most of all, in these destiny moments, Don't allow us to leave here unchanged. In Jesus' name, amen, and God bless you. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. Saints of God, we're going to the word of the Lord, to Luke chapter 18. And we'll be looking in Luke chapter 18 at verses 9 through 14. Again, that's Luke chapter 18. And we'll be looking at verses 9 through 14. Luke 18 9-14 through and I'll be reading from the English Standard Version. And the word of the Lord says this, he also told this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and treated others with contempt. Two men went into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee standing by himself prayed thus, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, will be exalted. And the word of the Lord is blessed. This morning, I want to talk to you from the thought, place, value. Say that with me. Say, place, value. The thing that I get from this text, relative to what our subject is on this morning, is that sometimes we misidentify where we are. We misidentify our own place. And I want to let every one of you know, each of you, every single one of you, you have a purpose and you have a place. Point at somebody and tell them, you have a purpose and you have a place. When I say you have a place, that means that there is a place where you belong. There is a place that God has carved out just for you. And I, I, I hope we reach somebody who's, who's even watching us virtually because somebody might feel like you're ostracized, that, that there is no place for you. I, baby, as long as you're breathing, as long as you're alive, you have purpose. And God has a place for you. And I want you to personalize and put your hand on your chest and say, God has a place for me. God, he has a place that is intended, that is specific just for me. And he wants me. He, he desires me. He, he wants me to live. He wants me to feel valued. He wants me to understand that I have purpose. Amen. So he carves out a place just for me. And I, I, I can't help but think that even when you feel like you don't know where that place is, Sometimes you just need to go to God because the word says he that dwells in the secret place of the most, the secret place, the place of the most high God shall abide under the shadow of the almighty. He's saying, I have a place for you. Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you that where I am, he may be also. I'm letting you know that God is telling you continuously in his word that I have a place for you. You don't have to feel abandoned. You don't have to feel ostracized. You don't have to feel by yourself. God is saying, I have a place for you. But the thing about it is is understanding is that when you get to that place, it's important to understand that you have value in the place where God has place made for you. You have value. That's what we're talking about, place value. You have value in the place that God has created for you, that means not only you have value, that also means you ought to feel valued. Mm. You need to feel valued. You know the number one reason people leave their job is because they don't feel valued. Ah, I, wish I wish I had help. Most, most of the time, it's not because the job is too hard. It's not because the job is too difficult. It, it, it even doesn't even always relate to pay, pay. But let me tell you, you say, well, sometimes they leave because they're not paid enough. No, they, they leave because the pay is not commensurate with what they feel their value is. Uh, I, wish I, I wish I had help here. Some, somebody, there, somebody will sit there for minimum wage if they feel that that is commensurate with their value. But, but at some point, some people will take less money to go to a place where they feel that they are more... Uh, come on in here with me now. They'll go to a place where they, 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 they might have less duties, they might have less responsibilities, and they might have less pay. But they'll go to a place where they feel like the people who are there value who they are. It's important to have value in that place, but not only have value, but feel valued. Because sometimes people will tell you they value but you don't feel value. Uh, somebody can say they value you, but, but their actions don't seem to match up with what they are saying. In fact, it, just in my experience, if somebody has to keep telling you how much they value you, that means they're trying to compensate with words what they're not showing with actions. Uh, come on in here. Some of you have been in relationships where they said they loved you, but their actions didn't match up with what they were, what they were saying. And, and, and if, you, if their actions were right, they wouldn't even have to say it as much. <laughs> Oh come on in here now. Some of you, some of you all right now if they if they gave you enough enough of a raise on, on on tomorrow, they would never even have to ever tell you they value you. Because they were saying it with their money. They were say, I, I wish I would. they were saying it with their actions. They were demonstrating that they value you based on their actions and not simply their words. I came to tell you two things. First of all, you, you, you have a place. There is a place that God has carved out for you. In that place, not only do you have value, but you should feel value in that place where God has created for you. And I also want to challenge you. I want to challenge you because I, I'm concerned about your spiritual health, but I'm also concerned about your mental and emotional health. Sometimes we're in emotionally unhealthy places because we remain in a space, in a place, where we don't feel value. Come on here, with me in you, you want to feel value. It's, it's human nature. Some of you are like, well, you don't have to keep telling me how good a job I'm doing. Baby, you're a human being. Yeah. As a human being, whether you really recognize it or not, you desire feedback to demonstrate that your efforts are valued. Your, your, it, whether you say it or not, your mind needs to hear every once in a while that you're doing a good job. Your mind needs to hear that, that I appreciate what you're doing. Your mind craves and desires some type of verbal validation that demonstrates that someone appreciates your work and your efforts. But what happens is we get in emotionally unhealthy spaces when we remain in a place where we're exerting all of our energy. But we're not feeling valued in that space. I came to tell somebody, for your emotional health, you need to remain in a place where you feel valued. Now, now notice, notice what I'm saying, because I'm, I'm drawing a line by using the word feel. I'm not saying you don't have value. Baby, you have value whether they tell you or not. I'm talking about where you feel valued. Because nobody in anything that they can say or do to you, no matter what they do, what they say or what they don't say, baby, you're still valuable. Uh, You you have value whether anybody else recognizes or not what I'm saying for your own emotional health. You need to be in a space where every now and then somebody allows you to know how valuable you are. Because as human beings, we need that. We, we, We desire that. When I think of place value, I also think of it in the mathematical sense. And I, I'm not going to give you a math test this morning. But, but the number that kept coming to me was the number 1111. The number 1111. I thought of that particular number just because of one, because it did, that's one of our, our, our smallest digits. But 1000, the number 1111. If you look at it as a number, all of them, it seems like just an accumulation of ones. It's four ones in a sequence, four ones that are written all together. However, even though it's four ones written together, each of those ones actually have a different value. They, 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 They look the same, you pull them apart they look the same, but together you begin to appreciate that although it looks like four ones that are written together, each one of those ones has a different value. The first one is a one. The second the second one is a 10. The third one is a hundred, and the last one is worth a thousand. So even though they're together in the same place and they look the same, each of them have a different value. And and I want you to understand that is because the the determination of their value is not based on whether or not they look the same, but where they are in the sequence. (laughs) They all look like ones. It's four ones together. What are you saying, Chris? All I see is four ones, but but, but I, I want you to understand depending on which place they're in, they have a different value. One is worth a thousand, one is worth a hundred, one is worth ten, one is worth one. But 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 it's not by how they look, but it's by what place they're in. And I came to tell somebody because I, I need you to understand that some of you, you in your life, all you see yourself is as a one. But but I want you to let, let you know it not is not just you looking at a one, it depends on what place you're in. Because if I'm in the right place. It might look like a one to you, but it might be a 10. It might look like a one to you, but it might be a hundred. It might be a thousand. It might be a hundred thousand. It might be a million, but all you see is a one, but you don't understand what place. I wish you would get that. What what, what place I'm in. So when I look in the mirror, I see the exact same thing that I've been looking at. but, But God is taking me to a different place. And when I occupy a place that's in him, what looks like a one to me and might look like a one to others might be a thousand in his eyes. Because I am occupying the right place. Huh. So, 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 so when we're talking about, we, we, I told you this month we're going to talk about gratitude. Where, where does gratitude come from? I'll tell you where gratifi- gratitude starts. Gratitude starts by you being in the right place. Wow. Yeah. If I'm in the right place, I can appreciate my value even when others don't see it. Uh, let me say that again. I can appreciate my value even when others don't see it. Because you see a one, but I know what place I'm in. (laughs) You see a one, but I I know what place I'm in. And the thing about it is, and and we need to get here, I'm in such a place of peace, I don't even have to explain to you what place I'm in. I'll keep letting you think I'm just a one. It's okay if you think I'm a one. It's okay if you treat me like a one. It's okay if you don't think I'm much because I look like a one in your eyes. But I understand my own value. I understand where I stand in my sequence. I understand what place I'm in. So then when people talk down to you, you don't get so frustrated because you understand what place. You're in. Nobody has to call your name and nobody has to give you a, 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 a special accolade when you know what place you're in. You have gratitude. You can give thanks for always in all things when you begin to understand what place. I wish I had help here. When you, when you understand what place you're in. And, and, and that means I don't have to pretend to be valuable when I really understand my value. See, sometimes you know why people treat you bad is because they only feel valuable if they treat others worse, if they treat others as less. If I treat you like you're less than me, then I feel taller. If I feel like, if I treat you like you're less than me, then I feel more important and then I feel more valuable. But you don't have to do that if you know your place. I understand the place and my value with God, so I don't have to try to diminish your value to feel better. I don't have to cut you down and call you names or talk about you behind your back or or, or put a butt after everything you accomplish. Oh, you got some folks like that. I can't get That gets under my skin right there. You you accomplished something, but they have to put a butt after it. Girl she, she, girl, she got a new house, mm, but you see what neighborhood it's in? Got, she, she, she got a nice car, mm, but, but will she be able to pay for it? Because so you got some folks in your life that no matter what you do, they try to diminish your accomplishments, diminish what you're doing. She got a new job. She got that new position. Mm, I wonder how she got it. They must not really know who she is. There's always a but. They're trying to diminish your value because they don't appreciate their own place. They don't know their own place. They don't understand their own value. So the only way they can feel better is if they try to diminish who you are. I I need you to to understand that that you're like the Louis Vuitton purse. If if nobody buys you. (laughs) Come on in here now. If, If nobody orders you online, I, I still have value, and in fact, I, I like my value so much that I can sit there for years and I'll still be the same price because I don't go on sale. I don't point at somebody and tell them, I don't go on sale. I, I, I retain my value even if nobody else acts like they want me. See, see in our capitalist society, they, they base value on what somebody would pay for it. That's how valuable something are, it is. They, they base car prices, and car prices and things like that fluctuate because they're based on what somebody will pay for it. And, and sometimes we, we assess our own value based on how other people perceive our value. In fact, in fact, the very definition of value is, is how someone perceives or holds in regard your worth. So that means I, I, if I'm basing it on what other people think of me, then I'm constantly seeking other people's approval. Right. That means because my, my value is based on what somebody holds, holds my regard or my worth to be. But then the Louis Vuitton effect kind of diminishes that mold. It breaks that mold because that purse is going to cost the same whether you buy it or not. And they'll rather let it sit on the shelf then put it on sale. So then I begin to question, I begin to wonder, well, maybe instead of me valuing myself based on what other people see and what other people on earth would do for me, maybe there's only one person who can redeem my value. And maybe that person is Jesus Christ. And maybe if I look at my value based on the person who has purchased me. if I look at my value that way, that means I don't have to wait. Some of you all are making waiting for a woman or a man to come in your life. If nobody comes to get you, Jesus is coming back. I, I, wish, I had, wish I had a, few, a little help. If, if nobody on earth comes to get you, Jesus is coming back, and he's the only one who can redeem me for my true worth. He's the only one that can redeem me from my true value because he knows how much he paid for me. So so I I, I must be worth God sending his son down to earth. to die on the cross. I, I must be worth Jesus receiving 39 lashes on his back. I, I must be worth Jesus carrying the heavy cross of Golgotha's heel. I, I must be worth Jesus being pierced in the side. I, I must be worth Jesus receiving nails in his hands and nails in his feet. I must be worth Jesus being punctured in the side by a spear. I must be worth Jesus laying his head in the locks of his shoulders and dying on the all oh, for my sins, I must be worth that. I'm worth no less than that. Worth no less than that. So if you don't want to sacrifice for me, young man or woman, it, it doesn't matter. I know how much. I, I, I know how much I'm worth. I, I know how much God esteems me. I know how much God values me. But it's all a part of being in the right place, right place. I'll give you an example. This morning, I was at a school. At my school, they gave us these wood chips. These wood chips have the logo of the school on it. This little chip is made out of not even real wood, but like, I don't know what it is. It has zero value right here. You can't take this to the store. You can't take it to Walmart, and and they're going to look at you foolishly if you try and redeem it at a bank. It has zero value in most places. But I'll tell you one thing. What happens is, at the end of the year at that school, they have several items that they put on stage. And the only way that you can bid for those items is if you have one of these. So on that day... And at that time, though this thing has no value anywhere else, it has value on that day and on that time. And I came to tell somebody who doesn't feel valued, maybe you're not in the right place, and maybe it's not your time. (laughs) But, 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 But at the right place and at the right time, I want you to understand that I'm very valuable. Might not be my season right now, but I want you to know that I have. Value. I saw somebody put this example on social media one day, and they were talking about the value of a water bottle. If somebody went to Walmart and tried to buy a water bottle, it probably cost you around 60 cents for just one water bottle. But if you didn't go to Walmart but decided to go to the convenience store, they call it the convenience store for a reason because that means they're going to charge you more for the convenience. That same water bottle that's 60 cents at Walmart, you go to the convenience store. It'll be $1.25. You decide you didn't get it at the convenience store, and let's say that you go to the ball game. The same 60 cents bottle at Walmart that's $1.25 at the convenience store. It's probably going to cost you $4 at the ball game. But let's say you have to take a flight after you leave the ball game. The same thing. I wish you were in there with me. That may have cost you 60 cents at Walmart. May cost you 5 or $6 at, at the hotel or if you're at the airport. What I'm telling you is the same water bottle. But it has different value based on what place it's in and maybe the reason you think you're only worth 60 cents is because you're at the wrong place I wish you were in here with me here but if I get to the right place at the right time then somebody's going to appreciate how valuable I am and sometimes you need to understand and take a look at your surroundings and say I don't feel valued where I am but maybe it's time for me to move to the place where God desires me to be because I want you to know wherever you are right now, God has a place for you. Somebody say, God has a place for me. God has a place for me and wherever that place is, in that place, I have value. Somebody put those hands together and give God some praise. Everybody standing on your feet this morning. I have value. And and, and that's where gratitude starts. Gratitude starts when you begin to appreciate your place, when you're in the right place and you feel valued, it's easy to have gratitude. It's easy to appreciate God for everything that he's done because you begin to understand your place and you begin to understand your value. And God has a valuable place for me, not that I might have value because wherever I go, I have value. The question is, do I feel valued? Do I feel valued in the place where I am? And what I don't want you to do, and this is what many people do in the world, because they don't understand their value, they trade themselves for less than they are. Mm. They trade themselves for less than they are. You know what I begin to think about? Uh, I'm going to lose some of my younger folks. I think the show is still out there. I think it's by Wayne Brady does it now. It's called Let's Make a Deal. What Let's Make a Deal does is they, sometimes they'll give you something, but then at some point, they're going to ask you to trade what you have for something that you don't know. You watch the show. Somebody will have $1,000 in their hand. And, and Brady's gonna come up to him and say, all right, you got a thousand in your hand. He said, but will you trade the thousand in your hand for what's behind door number three? <laughs> will you trade it? Will you will, will you will you trade it? Will you trade it for behind? And, and a lot of folks will be like, no, I I got my thousand. I I let's get this. I know what this thousand dollars is worth to me. So I'm gonna keep this thousand dollars. Then some other people are like, well, I got got a 1,000, but but let's make a deal. Let's roll behind what's behind door number three. And you know how it works. 66% of the time, they trade for something less. Sometimes because they don't appreciate what they already have. And sometimes we do the same thing. We trade ourselves for something that's less than who we are because we don't appreciate the value that God has stored in us. I want you to remember this, baby. You are valuable. You have a place and you deserve to feel valued in that place. Say that with me. Say, I have value. I have a place and I deserve to feel valued in that place. Somebody put those hands together and give God some praise. Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this day. Lord, we thank you for this season. Lord, we thank you for your word. Your word that comes to remind us to appreciate the value that you poured within us. Your word that comes to remind us that the beginning of gratefulness, the beginning of gratitude is understanding where we are and feeling value in the place that you have put us. Lord, we pray that your word will will, will go out before us. Lord, that you'll make a path before us even as we go on this week to remind us of these principles, to remind us of your word, to understand that what other people perceive us to be valued does not matter. We don't go on sale for anything or for anyone or for any situation because we appreciate that wherever we go, we have the value that you've stored in each of us. And Lord, because we're holding that which you've given us on the inside, your weapon, Your word reminds us no weapon that's formed against us shall prosper. And every voice that is, rises up in judgments against us, Lord, you shall put it down. And Lord, we claim all these things in our son Jesus' name amen and amen come on put those hands together for those of you who've been watching us virtually we praise god and for you and we pray that you will live with expectation and understanding your value until we shall see you again i hope and pray that each of you were touched and inspired by our service today if you wish to partner with us you can do so by give a five download the app on Apple Store or Google Play and search for Bright Temple. If you wish to partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line, and in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift.